Welcome to the Poke Experience. I'm your host, Kevin Smith. And I'm Jack Cormier. And we're here to talk about some of the best things in Polk County and other things. So today, we uh, we thought we would have a guest and actually we'll have uh, Ryan Buckley joining us um, soon. Ryan works here at Polk County Sports Marketing with us. And uh, until then, Jack and I are just going to kind of ad-lib and freelance and yeah, freestyle well, it's, this. It's it's been a while it's since like we've a done a song. podcast, and yeah. and and you've been on the road. You had uh, you know a trip north and and some shows to go to, and so we've been we've been busy, and thought it would be good to get one out here and talk about the different things we have coming up. From USA Water Ski and Wake Sports Awards Gala is this weekend. Uh, we've got Russ Matt is around the corner, but Juco Baseball will be here at Lake Myrtle this weekend. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of different things on the horizon. Yeah, I mean, the uh, the Juco Baseball Tournament has been coming over here uh, for just a couple of years, moved from uh, Pinellas County to Polk County and has seen, uh, has seen it really take off. And along with that, it's going to be a high school event that they've uh, put with that now, and it's gonna be a lot of fun, and it's gonna give an opportunity for a lot of college and um, pro scouts who come who are coming out to see a few people uh, show up this uh, next couple of weekends. So it should be a lot of fun, a lot of baseball coming up, yeah, and softball for that matter. It, I was gonna say, PFX is right yeah. around the corner yeah, too. The spring so. games, they'll be coming in, and you know, it, it's nice to see, I think, um, you know, the spring sports are coming back. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. that's been an issue for us with the last two years. And although the pandemic is continuing, you know, it continues. Um, I, I think a lot of the colleges now and high schools are starting to say, OK, we're going to allow you guys to travel and go to Florida and get your games in and do the things that you have to do. But it, it's really good to see um, from a perspective of not only getting people in the destination, but just playing baseball again, yeah. and softball. And you would figure on the college level, I mean, you had kids playing, you know, football and wrestling. Um, yeah. You should be able to do baseball and softball. Right. Uh, just a little just, less contact. Yeah. Uh, a little less. Um, just don't lick the handle of the bat. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know. Stop sharing the water that bottles. That used to do that. And, was a pro player used to lick the barrel of the bat or something like that. Uh, I... Maybe I was imagining it. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what pro player don't you like? We'll just I, throw I, that I name out here. I don't know. Yeah. There's there's a there are number of oddities yeah, in the pro yeah. scene. Right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's good to have these kids come back out here and, and play a little baseball. And, and, you know, have the ladies back out here playing softball. I mean, uh, the spring games. Now, I've been here in Polk County for three years. And, and um, you know, their, their numbers are back up. They're going to be over at Diamond Plex and and uh, and you know what are they, Auburndale, 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 yep. and so it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be fun to go watch some good softball. And we, I mean, we talk a lot of baseball, and we both played. It's it's it, you know I still follow the game. So, but you know we forget that the Diamond Sports really and including softball in baseball with the Diamond Sports label. Diamond Sports is really what has made the the sports tourism industry here in Polk County right. between Lake Myrtle, Winter Haven, and and now with the new fields going up in uh, Northeast Regional Park. Yeah, those, and that's going to be a game changer here in Polk County. I mean, not only with Russ Matt, but uh, 
we've we've started this great relationship with with Perfect Game now, and and uh, you know they're stretching into softball as well, and that Northeast Northeast Regional Park is going to be really really good for that that area. I mean, we're going to be able to expand our baseball footprint sometimes on the softball side with that as well, and being able to have that uh, that that field turf out there, you know, a lot of games. Yeah, you drainage. Can, you can run a lot of games through on turf and still have it look well perfect. Right, just uh, gotta bring the vacuum out. Yeah, yeah, it's it's <laughs> for the most part. Yeah, you know, yeah. Can you imagine what if they put a Roomba out there? Just uh, <laughs> wouldn't that goes, be fun? And, and and Christensen goes for the ball and trips over the oh, Roomba. Roomba. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh, I think that's a million dollar idea. The, so we, I get a phone call <laughs> yesterday, in fact, from a college coach out of state and he's like so um did not identify did not start the phone call by saying he was a college coach so he's like i want to know about baseball fields at northeast regional park and i said well you're a little early they'll be opening soon you know and he goes oh oh will they be open in time for russ matt yes they will russ matt will kind of christian christian those fields and he's like good because i'm booked to have games there and I'm looking on Google Maps and all I see are soccer fields and I'm getting kind of worried. So, so <laughs> there was the- uh, You had to bring him up to speed that Google Maps is not real time. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, well, I mean, we have that link with NSA that we can use their satellite. Oh, there you go. I'm uh, just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> wrong kidding. NSA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, that, not that NSA. But no, it, it's going to be completed here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we are at the end of January of twenty-two, and it should be completed in the next few weeks. And you know, it's going to be a really, really nice park. But you know, not only that, but there's a lot of things happening. Um, you know, just the fields here at, at the complex where we're at here at Lake Myrtle. You know, these fields are looking pretty good, and uh, they're going to be ready for for baseball for the summer and. They're going to get a lot of wear and tear this year, for sure. Yeah, and and you know we Floridians may complain about the fifty degree weather and rain that we've had for a week, but honestly, that's what these fields need. Yeah. So uh, you know you can put all the water, you know you can pump all the water on you on them that you want, but rain has a completely different yeah. uh, chemical makeup, and uh, and these fields will green up uh, really quick. Nothing like good old fashioned rainwater. Yeah. Yeah, we, we definitely needed it. And, you know, not only for the baseball diamonds, but, you know, we have a number of, of uh, soccer fields, long fields, you might want to call them, uh, here in the county as well. And, and uh, you know, we recently had the, some lacrosse out there. We had some international teams that came in, uh, Great Britain, and who else was here? Uh, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico was here. And so that's part of the international lacrosse yeah. And, and the and the great the 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 England lacrosse club or, or team with their national team uh, was a women's team and and stayed at Cabana Club now Margaritaville absolutely loved it and and from here at Lake Myrtle you're practically within walking distance uh, they stayed in the cabins they uh, they were posting uh, pictures of them uh, you know cooling off in the pools and going down the slides and and enjoying everything that that Margaritaville has to offer uh, you know right next door it really makes for a unique experience for them and for a team that then has to go and test before they can fly back home they can limit the exposure amongst even teammates mm -hmm. in the cabins 
So, so it really turned out to be the ideal for them. They were absolutely thrilled. Well, you know, and, and I think like the term cabin, when they use that word, especially when it re- regard to those at Margaritaville over there now, um, you know, for anyone who's curious, they're not like cabins, like rustic wood, Daniel Boone. Daniel Boone. I was, I was stuck cabins. on Daniel Boone. These are like, you know, really nice. Coonskin cap. There may and, be some uh, of those over there. I, yeah. There are probably some big raccoons <laughs> yeah. over there. Um, but these are these are tiny houses, and they're 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 pretty nice, actually. I think I might go in and stay one. Yeah, I mean, it's it, they easily slept three in a house. Um, you know, you couldn't do it with a baseball team, probably just because uh, they do have some uh, some bunk beds in some of them. And, uh, you know, you and me, Kevin, a couple of six footers uh, over a couple of bills. Uh, it's going to be tight in those so bunk beds. No, not gonna make no, it. no. Um, no, but but between pullouts and other things, they they fit three in a in a tiny house just fine. Fantastic and idea over there. Yeah, really unique. It's a it's a new way of accommodating athletes and people coming into the destination. Just one more thing that we can offer out there for uh, for sports and tourism for people to come into the area. I mean, <clears throat> we've been very fortunate this year. You know, yeah. we've got uh, a lot of sports piled up. We've got uh, nine months, hundred years of water skiing. Yeah, be yeah. celebrated here. And and on Lake Silver, July second will be the the Cypress Gardens water ski team will uh, will uh, have their centennial celebration. It's going on around the country all at the same time. Um, you know, you think uh, you think water, you think Winter Haven and water skiing really uh, started uh, up in the Northwest, but came down here fairly quickly because. Dick Pope seized on the idea after World War II, had a gorgeous botanical garden. People had come out to uh, to see kids water skiing on in, in the lakes right next door, and he seized on the idea. Newsreels were, were a new thing, mm-hmm. which allowed that imagery to then go north and really change the landscape of the of the state. You know, when you think of you look back historically at the ideas of Florida up into the 1940s, uh, you know, really is, you know, alligators and oranges. And then you, you see Pope's influence start and it really leads us into the vacation land that, that we're enjoying today. In fact, Pope was at the ribbon cutting for Disney. Um, and, and was uh, Pope and Disney, uh, established a relationship. Uh, Disney already had his park in California, wanted to put one on the, on the East coast, wasn't quite sure where, came to Cypress Gardens, saw what Pope had done there and Pope welcomed him to the neighborhood with open arms. Yeah. So, uh, you know, when you think about it, the first theme park in the nation here in Winter Haven. In Winter Haven at Cypress Gardens. And our very own Mark Jackson, you know, longtime skier, very, very uh, good skier, I think. Yeah, the, yeah professional, professional, downhill. Uh, I mean, he started skiing on a two by four, but yeah, I mean, well, you know, it's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're going to cut that part, right? Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no we're going to leave that in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, our very own Mark Jackson, who who started water skiing out in this area a long time ago, and actually on the Red Sea, on the, on the Red was, Sea, <laughs> when there was partying. Yes, yeah. right. Yeah. He was on the it was on the water side of on that. The, on right? the banks. Was, yes, yeah. absolutely. But um, you know the rich history of water skiing in this area. I mean, you know, let's face it. You know, Florida 
you can't go anywhere without finding water. I mean, yeah. Yeah. everywhere, like it's everywhere. So um, for us to have something like the 100 years of water skiing here in, in uh, Polk County um, in Winter Haven is only a natural thing to do. I Thank mean, you. They're adding some new features, aren't they? And well, and culminating, of course, in the International Water Ski and Wake Sports Federation's World Water Ski Show. So that'll be the best world, the best water ski show teams in the world will come to Winter Haven and compete. They will come out here and compete in October. In October. Um, I was counting the months, and it didn't come to nine. Didn't add up. (laughs) But that's okay. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, And and that is really the, the, I I won't say the, the unique angle for Winter Haven, but... Show ski is is the mix of athleticism and showmanship, really. These are world-class skiers who also have to be great athletes to perform the stunts that they do. Uh, you know, you're not going to do a human pyramid in, uh, well, at least in the shape I'm in. Maybe the shape you're in. No. 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 Um, well, round? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be difficult. <laughs> and, uh, you know, everything from paragliding and and clown acts and musical acts. And these are well over an hour show. Family friendly, of course. Um, and it is really the, the a, an interesting niche within the sports world worldwide yeah so and we're going to be gearing up over the over the summer right it's going to be a lot of activities like you said that are going to be going on it's like an ongoing campaign to promote this yes and we're yep. hoping if, that a lot of if, people will come uh, out and see it if you see uh if you see a lake here in polk county without water skiers on it in the uh, in the next nine months call us because yeah. uh, we can change that <laughs> yeah so there's, there's uh, plenty of them out there yeah <laughs> there's plenty of them out there for sure so yeah, that's that's definitely going to be one of the things that we're going to be focused on in the months to come. You're going to see a lot more information coming out about it. You're going to see a lot more advertising, some billboards maybe. Um, definitely, definitely some things going on. The radio show is going to cover some things. We'll probably have some people on the podcast. Yep. Or we'll yep. just go and steal them from the radio yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's easy. I mean, we're the guys in the corner that no one wants to talk to. We're like that uncle. There you go. No one wants to see you Jack know, and Kevin. And I mean, <laughs> how often do you get to see, you know, Belgians and Australians and, you know, a Chinese national team? And and these are just some of the ones that are expected to be out here. Uh, you know, of course. The way things are internationally, things can change rather quickly. Uh, but these are the teams that are already expected. Um, the Australian team, the German team are uh, are very athletic, uh, kind of high energy sorts of uh, performers. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I would imagine it would be. And yeah, you know, the, the German team has a rich history of being very athletic and yep. very, you know, good at performing in, in these types of things. So we're looking forward to that. We've got some wakeboard stuff that's been going on. Um, we've got, like we were talking about, softball coming up. We've got a number of softball events coming in. Lots spring of softball games. events coming in, spring games. Uh, you know, it's that time of year. The, the weather's perfect for it. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. And, uh, and teams come down here just to escape the Northeast or the Northwest or wherever. Um, and let's not forget, we're gonna have the senior softball will be down here soon for their tournament of champions. Tournament, yeah, that's an annual event here in uh, Polk County. And that's a fun one. Uh, I've been out there talking to guys from the Philippines and, and back from my neighborhoods in California, uh, all the way up into the Northeast, all the way up into the Northwest. It's a lot of fun. 
Well, you know, and uh, we've got a new event coming in this year, USA Softball. Uh, we have a national championship, 16U national championship coming in. Uh, we hope to have, you know, anywhere between 50 and 80 teams coming in this year uh, to be here in Polk County. They're going to be playing in Winter Haven and Auburndale and a couple of different places. And uh, we're going to have these ladies that are going to be coming in from all over the country. Uh, this is a top flight event. It's a national championship from USA Softball. And we're going to be able to have all of them come into Polk County this summer and be a part of uh, July. It's going to mm -hmm. be in mid-July. So it might be a little warm. It's going to be really warm. <laughs> it's going to be really warm. It's going to be really warm. We're going to have to hydrate. Yep. But uh, the pool you know, will be very popular. The pool's going to be popular. You know, maybe some fire hoses. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> um, but we're definitely going to have a good time with them being here. We hope that this is the first of many with USA USA softball. You know, and this we, is a key age for yes. athletics. So for folks who big. aren't familiar, whether it's volleyball or baseball or softball or I assume, you know, curling. 16 is kind of that sweet spot where the colleges are looking at you and right. and and you start to get slotted. Is this going to be a D1? Is this going to be a JUCO? Is this going to be NAIA? And and the scouts show up at the tournaments or the coaches, depending on the sport, mm -hmm. and and things start to get a little intense. Yeah, we will probably have a number of college scouts out here during that time, um, simply because that is the year. It is recruitment time. They'll be able to go out and see these young ladies play softball. Um, you know, we hope to have a number of. We hope to have a couple of USA, uh, the national team ladies show up. Uh, during that time period as well, and maybe do a clinic here in Polk County. So they're working out all the details, but uh, you know, this is all part of our relationship that we've established with USA Softball over the last few years, where we've had the national team come in here and practice. They love it here. They came back again last year before they went to the Olympics, and now we're going to be hosting one of their major events. And I think that's one of the things that we can say about if, if these national governing bodies like USA Softball I've never been to Polk County, I've never been to some of the places here uh, in this part of the country. Once they come here, they, they're like, wow, this is you know, it's kind of cool here. It's nice. Yeah. And yeah. so they it's, like to come back. It's, it's you know, to use a sports, it's really the sweet spot, right? It's why we call it the sweetest spot. Yeah. It's the sweet spot where, where it's, there's a lot around. There's plenty to do to keep the team occupied when they are not on the field. The facilities are gorgeous. And you are literally in the middle of it all. Right. So, uh, you know, it's easy for easy to get to, to between Tampa and Orlando, roughly an hour drive either way right. from the airport. Um, so so it's just that sweet spot where it's really easy for the teams to get here. And with the history, thanks to Cypress Gardens of tourism in the area, there's plenty of accommodations at all sorts of different levels and types. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, a, and a big history of softball in this region mm -hmm. as, it, as it stands. Like you said, the senior softball has been coming in. We've had some men's games, some slow pitch games. But this is the, I, I would call it the new era of softball. The, the ladies uh, that, that play out here, um, again, I think if anyone comes out and watches these games, it's a really high caliber softball. You're going to see some pretty fantastic play. Uh, from softball and the same thing with the spring games if you come out to the spring games uh you know you're going to see a, a caliber of softball uh that's pretty exciting i mean it, i've seen d1 
I've seen a national team play. Um, but to watch these young ladies come out here from the D2 schools uh, from around the country is, is pretty cool to watch because, you know, they're, they're, they're always after it. The, the girls really do. Uh, not that the guys don't, yeah. but the girls really do you know, produce a lot of hustle. And they, they get out there. And uh, the one thing that I like about it that they don't do, because you can't do this in baseball, you're an old ball player like I am, you, when they do the cheers in the dugout, can you imagine if we did that in college? No. 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 That would have, that, that, yeah. That wouldn't have gone well. That, that would've, it would have been funny. Yeah. For a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, but while we're on the women's sports, uh, volleyball. Yeah. Advent Health Center really got its its first full year of, of exposure this year from the, you know, opened right at the beginning of the pandemic. Perfect timing on our part. And uh, and we are starting to run through a lot of big volleyball tournaments. Yeah. And and I was just at one a couple of weeks ago. Uh, my wife is a, is a club volleyball coach. And, and we were there for one of uh, Foster Volleyball's tournaments. And it was packed. It was a fun environment, you know. It's it's a uh, folks who haven't been out there. It has a uh, a walkway above for for fans, and then the girls are down on the courts below, or or the guys for basketball, or the guys for volleyball, or whatnot. There's a separation between spectators and teams, and and you know a lot of coaches like that. Uh, yeah. It's pretty tough to coach from the skylights. Uh, there were parents trying to do it. Trust me, I watched yeah. them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> they're just yelling randomly. All the kids are looking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, when, you, when you're 20 feet above the kid and you're screaming, "Betty!" Um, but the <laughs> but the uh, gotta love parents. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's part of the fun of coming out. To absolutely. Um, but the uh, but the. To see the field house really reach that what what it had been envisioned for it when it opened, uh, you know, chock full of sports. Uh, every hotel room in Winter Haven taken up because uh, we looked, and <laughs> oh, yeah. and uh, we had a couple of last minute parents call and going, well, you've got to know someone who's got a room open. No, no, we don't. That no, was don't. how full Winter Haven was. Yeah. Um, and, and it was just good to see. It's good to see that environment. Good to have sports back. Yeah. Uh, I know volleyball, gymnastics, and basketball really benefiting from having that uh, facility open in the heart of Winter Haven. Well, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, we were talking about the parents and we tease. And so any of you parents who have kids, you know, we're still going to make fun of you because it's funny. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I have grandkids that are now playing uh, uh, soccer, youth soccer. And so I go out and <laughs> saw my youngest granddaughter out on the youth soccer field. And when you yell her name, she just turns and runs off the field and hugs you. And so, um, you know, it's, I'm, I'm thinking she's not going to be our athlete, yeah. but you never know. Yeah. She's, she's a great hugger. And so, uh, you know, we encourage parents to go out and, and cheer their kids on and, and be a part of all these things that are going on out there. Because this, I think that coming off of whatever we are, you know, experiencing with COVID and uh, the last two years and the kids have been isolated and locked in and the parents have been locked in with the kids and everybody's not talking to each other anymore. Yeah. It's great to have the opportunity for people to get outside again and enjoy sport, you know, regardless of what the sport is, whether it's Quidditch or whether it's uh, ultimate Frisbee or, 
any of those things that will get people out and moving again, getting people to communicate and have fun and do things, you know, that's that's what our business is. Yeah. And so yeah. we're well, we're providing that experience for people. Yeah, I told you over the over the, the Christmas break, uh, my daughter and son in law came into town and uh, and introduced us to disc golf. I had not been disc golfing. You thought they uh, said disco, didn't you? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was set. I was set. I had my moves, my moves, yes. and my chains. Right, you broke yeah. out the, the disco ball. The disco ball. In the, and yeah, it's platform in, shoes. Platform shoes and, and the garage. And I was ready. Um, yes. So, uh, so we went disc golfing, and and even just the camaraderie on the course among other people, hey, play through, you know, that kind of thing. It was fun. And you forgot the fact that this was really, you know, when was the last time you were out rubbing shoulders with complete strangers in the middle of this pandemic? It, yeah. it, it had been a while. And, and there's some really great disc golf courses here in uh, in Polk County. And, you know, but here's the thing I don't get about disc golf, it's just like golf balls, right? This, those discs are not inexpensive. True. They, they are fairly expensive. So if I shank one and it goes in the water, which it could. It could. I may swim for it. It could. I may so, go get it. So Because the tide's I, not going to bring it in. Yeah, I wound up taking the strokes and and not trying to go over the water hazard, being a new disc golfer, yeah. figuring that I was going to wind up putting it in the water. The son-in-law sent one towards the, the hazard. And about the time it splashed, there was a larger thundering splash at the same time. Okay. And we kind of looked at each other and said, hey, I'm not going to go after that one. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, Similar to what I do on yeah. the golf course. Yeah. 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 When, you hear, when you hear the big belly flop splash, you know, I was like, yeah. 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 No, you can keep that. You can keep that. that. So, yeah, it amazes me because these, these folks that are out there playing, they're really competitive with them. We got a couple of people here in the office that are pretty competitive disc yeah. golfers. Um, that they'll get out there and play with their bag full of discs. You know, I, I have one. It's a whammo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whammo. Oh. I throw it, you know, maybe the dog will bring it does back. Does it say, does it say, did you write Kevin on it or is it like Kevy? On the it's underneath so side. On the, on on the underneath. Under it, yes. Okay. Yeah. It's one of the big pro ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glow in the dark. Yes. Okay. Glow in the dark. Um, Toys R Us. Toys R Us. Yeah. Nineteen eighty four. Yep. Absolutely. So yeah, that's my disc golf. I play with one. It's just like I play golf. I don't need but one club, right? So. Uh, <laughs> I, I will say this was my first time on a course where I did not hit a house. Wow. So there you go. Did I ever tell you a story about the time I sent a golf ball through someone's kitchen window? I, I have done lanai's. I have not done a kitchen window, but but I have had people scream at me from lanai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody was eating their oatmeal. Yeah. Oh and I shanked a ball right through their kitchen window. Oh. Yeah, that was, uh, that I had to play it where it lied. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Open yeah. the side door. Huh? Excuse me. It's a little Chevy Chase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going to play through. Going to play through. But we digress. <laughs> As usual. As usual. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we've had a lot of activity and, and we hope we're keeping our fingers crossed that there's going to be some spring training baseball. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It looks at the moment, you know, the it looks like it at worst it will be delayed. Um, however, you know, with the, the way these labor talks go, I mean, we're 
we're both old enough to remember the, mm-hmm. you know, the the strikes in the '80s, and you know, all the way through. Um, you know, you never quite know how they're going to go. Uh, but we've got a, a barbecue. We're getting ready for Tigers right. Barbecue. Tigers Barbecue. The, the only uh, community barbecue for a major league baseball team left in the in the Grapefruit League. The longest standing uh, tradition, the longest standing relationship between a city and a uh, major league sports team in minor league baseball is Lakeland and the Tigers. Uh, been this spring training home. Uh, seemingly forever. Uh, this is the second or third stadium they are on in the area. Of course, Florida Southern plays on their old field on Henley. Um, and the Tiger Stadium, uh, Joker March, has been uh, upgraded uh, a few times yeah. uh, while we've been here. And uh, and it's a great tradition. We, we look forward to them coming down. We look for always uh, Kind of like seeing a bunch of old friends at this point, right? Um, and Lynn Henning and the and the sports crews will come down from Detroit Lynn as Henning. well. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, former former uh, guest on the uh, on the podcast. On the podcast, we'll have I'm, to get Lynn in here again. I'm sure, we'll have to get Lynn in here again yeah. and go for lunch again and and catch up. It's always good to see Lynn. And, uh, and we'll have to talk about Hall of Fame inductions, which we'll get to in just a minute. Yeah. Well, in the Rays. So yeah, there is a, a, a glimmer. There is a, a conversation in today's uh, The Ledger, the local newspaper, uh, talking about whether the uh, Polk County should make a pitch for the Rays to come here, where uh, it appears that... Uh, Hillsborough County and Pinellas have have dropped the ball on this. So, well, as as the commissioner said, why not? That should be the bumper sticker. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not here? So, I mean, two two sports guys. So let's look at the pros, right? So you've got I four. You've got um, an a, an airport that is ready for big jets right there in Lakeland. I uh, can take them now, and we will just cut Mr. Buckley in. Hello? <laughs> so joining us is Ryan Buckley. Guys, how we doing? Hey! hey. Nice pull up a chair, pull up a chair. Yes, because our studio is so big. Yeah, it's a great space. <laughs> How'd you guys get this space? It's yeah. beautiful down here. Our, our studio is just enormous. If you, yeah. For anyone who's listening, you can imagine this. There's a table, there's three chairs, and there's me, Jack, and Buckley. That's just about it. And that's, that's just about it. Yeah. 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 And that's yeah. just the start That's just about it. We were just talking about the potential of the race coming oh. to uh, Polk County. The hot button issue. Yes. How, where I walked in a little bit. So where'd you guys leave so, off? So we were oh, just yeah. hopping in on the why not. So the pros and cons. So... Mr. Buckley, what would you say for the pros? Um, the pros, you don't have to drive over the bridge. That's go. a big pro. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you could argue centrally located. So now you might pull in a crowd that's from Orlando that has a more difficult drive to get over. Whew, give me a couple minutes. No, right. I mean, so we're, also I, talking, I, we're also talking north and south. We're yeah. not even considering east and west. East right? So Correct. you start talking about Lake County. You start talking to the counties that are east of here. Uh, and even a little bit farther south. So you're looking at, uh, was that Hardy? Yeah. Hardy County, yeah. Sebring area, right? Yeah. Highlands, maybe that's Hi- Highlands. And then some of the others that are coming in, 
Uh, you do pick up some of the East Coast. You might pick up uh, teams that are, I mean, people that might be coming in from Eastern Orlando area out yeah. there by Melbourne and some of those other places out there. Oh, yeah. They're, they're all within an hour drive of here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, another thing too, fast moving market. A lot of people coming into the market, particularly in Central Florida, that are looking for things to do. Right, so I think putting something in your backyard as you have a high influx of people, predominantly from up north, by yeah. the way, you know, yeah. that are coming down in a division where you play Boston multiple times, New York multiple times, it seems like there are some synergies there uh, with the market size. But yeah, it's a great point in terms of the reach they have from a central location. So the one rub that I, that I always throw out to people when they're like, why Polk County or why Orlando? Orlando, the largest television market in the nation that does not have a baseball team. Hmm. Wow, what a fun fact! And, and so, so, so yeah. there's your there's your there's your factoid for the day. So, so when you when you look at that and and our proximity, I mean, basically a bedroom community to both Tampa and Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, makes sense. Land is still available here. Where you know Hillsborough County, I mean, they're trying to talk about trying to put it in Ebor City, which would be basically like trying to park an eighteen-wheeler in the compact car slot <laughs> in the parking lot. Um, they can get know. it in with a shoehorn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, here's the, here's the upside. Okay. Over the next spot, over in uh, Ebor City, you can get all your IKEA furniture. Right there. Right there. There you go. It's right you, next door. It's a benefit. It can yes. be IKEA Stadium. IKEA Stadium. Wow. And meatballs. You get you 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 pay for your ticket, they hand you a box, you have to put your chair together. Yes. Right. No instructions. <laughs> no instructions. No instructions. That's that's half of the fun. Yeah. You get an Allen wrench and and, uh, and, and get pointed towards a towards a wall. And if you can't get it together, you just simply stand. There you go. Yeah. You stand. Yep. Stadium grow only. <laughs> that would be a world famous stadium. I mean, there's a lot, lot of good movies. Why, why not? Yeah. Why not? Why not us? Yeah. Um, we're back. <laughs> little, why not? Little, little shallow, little shallow sinks in the bathroom. Yes. Uh, That's it. Plants you can't kill. Nope. And 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 instead of a hot dog, it's a hoofenrafen. Yeah. Hoofenrafen <laughs> yeah. and, and a and a box of meatballs. <laughs> yep. I love it. I love the idea. would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll take two Hoofenrafens and... Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, again, getting back to Central Florida, you know, there's a lot to offer here. Get some gator tail. Oh, yeah. At the stadium. Yep. I mean, yep. there's... Oh, yeah. You know, there, there's a lot. So, the, the con in this case, and I'll just start with this one, 700 million to 1.6 billion. That's a pretty big con to get by. Yeah. I mean, it, everything being equal, if you allow for inflation and all these things, you know, the next stadium built is going to be a billion dollar stadium because regardless of what the Rays have said in the past, you're not going to play Florida, play baseball in Florida in June, July, August and September and not get rained on. Yep. Well, can we can we just add like umbrella hats? That'd I be a like good addition touch, to the nice stadium. Touch. Can we yeah. do that instead nice of touch. instead of a dome? Umbrella hats. Umbrella hats with sippy cups on the side. <laughs> yep. Oh, even yep. family friendly. Family friendly. I meant yeah. for the players. That would be interesting. Be interesting. No reason to delay the, the game. What about the Lightning? They play in Tampa already. Gotcha. Oh, wrong, yeah. wrong Lightning. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> 
Yeah, so, that was a softball. We set that one up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so besides the cost of the stadium, I four. Yes. So I four giveth and I four taketh away. It's great to be in the middle of everything. It's easy to get back and forth right. between the two, but at the same point. It's I-4. It's the deadliest highway in the nation. Um, yeah. We have a lot of firsts in Florida, don't we? Yeah. 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 A, lot of, a lot of records. A lot of records yeah. there. Yeah. A, a question on this. Now, I, I didn't see the post, but did they mention a specific location? Did they call out, like, this spot? If no. we were to bring the team, it'd be, it's more of just the, the team in, in, in the Central Florida and the county. Would yeah. Be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, Polk County is a large county. There are right. parts of this county I have yet to see. And I've been here right. four years. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. my, my mind goes to infrastructure. You know, when you look at roads that you're going to need, uh, widening of certain areas, direction of traffic. Even yep. after I-4. I mean, when you get off I-4, what does that look like? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, well, sure. let's, let's, let's say they, you know, they drop it anywhere near 17 and 27. Right. Oof. Um, so you you got the parkway, yeah, you got the, you got the parkway. So, you know, thinking logically, it's gotta be between I-4 and the parkway and you squeeze it in there somewhere. So you have the two arteries go in and out of Polk County. Yeah, That makes sense. But you know, we're we're three guys sitting around a table talking about it. Right, right, right. Common sense may not have anything to do with it. So, um, yeah, and it's going to be costly, right? So the infrastructure of the roads may be another billion dollars. Right. So, I mean, well, those are things you got to look at. Well, and there's the element to your earlier point, Kevin, like the stadium itself, I mean, to keep up with other current stadiums is going to be quite a hefty feat. Um, I was recently up at the UBS arena, the new arena up in New York. I can tell you the technology, you know, if you went to the TROP and then went there, you'd feel like you went through a time machine, right? You'd feel, yeah, you know, vice yeah. versa. Because it just it's just new technology. It's newer. It's a better fan experience. It's a younger fan experience on top of that. Um, so I'd be interested, you know, when, when they look yeah. at a new stadium, how does that play a role? Irritable right? bowel state was that UBS. 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 Oh, sorry. UBS. I thought he said I. I thought he said IBS. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I just yeah. I was trying yeah. to figure out that one. <laughs> the connection <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah. I thought there was. I couldn't believe they put their name on the stadium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna have to oh, yeah. talk about yeah. that yeah. later. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the Poke Experience adult version. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the that's the drop the mic, walk away version of the Poke Experience yeah. because we're all gonna get fired. <laughs> so, well, then on that note, I'm gonna head out. Yeah. No, no, wait, we got one other thing we need to talk about. All right, the All Sports Awards. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Really excited. We got Poke County All Sports Awards June 14th is the day we have at the RP Funding Center. 615 is when that kicks off. Um, bringing a new Hall of Fame class this year. So really excited for that. We actually have a meeting today kicking off the um, Hall of Fame nomination process. Uh, so really excited for that. And then obviously recognizing the, we always say this on the radio show on Sports Central, tonight by the way, when you can catch that on Talk Radio 96.7. Um, we always say it on radio, there is so much talent in Polk County from like a high school athletic side. Uh, we just had on the radio, on the TV show, going all over the place. On the TV show, we just had a freshman at McKeel who committed to, I believe it was LSU in his eighth grade year. Wow. Yeah. So he's committed to LSU, going there, all set. 
uh, in his eighth grade year, he committed. So it's pretty incredible stuff. That's you know, that amazing. That's, uh, yeah. So he's got four yeah. years of high school where he's like, well, I know where I'm going, right? It's very, you know, new wrinkle. But that talent is not, that might be unique, uh, but the talent level in the county is not unique, just in all the disciplines. So really excited for the event. Yeah, yeah I mean, I've I, you know, worked as a journalist for years and, and I don't remember working in any other county where college coaches, D1 coaches, would come in on by helicopter and and show up at practices. Um, And that is not an unusual occurrence here. It's so common that it doesn't really get any attention anymore, which is mind boggling. Um, County with the the number of athletes that, you know, again, like you said, since I've been over here, I mean, you know, you got uh, Ken Riley, uh, you've had um, you know, obviously Ray Lewis and oh, Tracy yeah. McGrady. Now, back it up further than that, yeah. Boog Powell. Boog, Boog I mean, Powell. I mean, it's just you Boog know the Powell. the Alan Mills and and yeah. and it Pat just Borders. it's yeah, Pat oh, Borders. Yeah. Pat it Borders, it right. is you know, and those are the guys that just that just made it big. Those aren't the ones that went off to college, contributed on the college level, maybe didn't get the pro shot. Right. Um, you know, it is amazing. And the, and the ones that we know of, because it seems like every year with the All Sports Awards, somebody pops up that we wind up looking at each other and going, really? He's yeah. from here? Yeah. It happens, happens often. And, and on top of that, too, you know, there's a contributor section of the Hall of Fame. So... You know, people have really made a difference in growing sports within Polk County that allow for these athletes to develop. And so, you know, we try to make sure that that's also implemented because that's just as important, right? Who helps shape the landscape of sports in the county? So, you know, like last year, Ron Myers, right? And the work yep. that he does with the Flying Tigers and the Tigers organization, the longstanding history of spring training in Lakeland. You know, that's a huge contribution, not just from the economic growth of the area, but from the sports atmosphere growth. Mm, so right. that's that's another important element of this event. And we, we love to shine a light on those individuals that have made such an impactful uh, statement during that time at Poe County. That's and, awesome. And there are years of stories that, that just seem to have been lost. Those, yeah. That's the part that I like to grab. So Plus, when we went out and talked to Sam Silas. Best stories ever. Um, you know, I listened to that one. That was fantastic. I mean, he sent me the snippet for radio, and oh, it's amazing. Here's a guy that, I mean, it was just one of many athletes that came out of that school. And, and a lot of those stories sort of lost in history. Um, so to be able to recapture some of that stuff, and especially their coaches and, oh, and the yeah. different ones that influenced them, uh, you know, that's, that's a lot of fun for us. Absolutely, yeah, and it's great. Even at the Hall of Fame speeches, you know, when they could dive into some of those, mm-hmm. you know, one or two stories off the cuff, it, it really gives you Norm. Love listening yes. to Norm. Oh, Norm's yeah. fantastic. Oh yeah, and so. we're, we're excited to see who gets in this year. It should be fun to see. So, so when, when is the radio show? Thursday. Radio show Thursday nights. It is uh, five p.m. to six p.m. We uh, do live at Hall Communications, and it is on Talk Radio ninety six point seven. And the TV show. TV show is every other Friday. Um, so the last show was this past Friday, which dates escaped me. So that would have been the 21st. Um, this isn't live, by the way, you know. Yeah. That, right? Oh yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but but they have. but they play they play on loop on PGTV and PG and on demand and on, on YouTube. Well. Yep. No so. excuse to not be able to watch it. No excuse. Absolutely. That's why I tell my wife all the time. No excuse. No excuse. Yep. Until she says, I get to see you at home. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I get to see your lovely mug at home. Yeah. (laughs) I hear you talk plenty. So, so the the next thing I know you have to have to run, but uh, find us a sponsor for our uh, podcast. 
I, I think we can make it happen. I absolutely think we can make it happen. We have a lot of great Polk County um, tourism sports marketing partners out here in Lake Myrtle Partners that I think would love to be uh, on the show or sponsor the show. Well, if you ever need someone, if you're ever looking for someone that doesn't want attention, this is the show to sponsor. Absolutely. Ha! Oh man. Yes. I'll try and pitch that. We'll yeah. See how yeah. That definitely. Goes. It should go great. Yeah. It should go great. Our demographics so are great. Yeah. It's from. Well, it's pretty much everybody. Yeah. 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 And you haven't made anyone that. So that's yeah. a good thing. We've too. cornered the market. We've, we've tried. Yeah. <laughs> we've tried. Yeah. It's not for lack of effort. We've tried. We, we've cornered the market on uh, bald middle-aged men in Auburndale yes. in the basement. You got it. You got it. Yep. Well, that's our sure, market. I'll make sure we don't have sponsors that are, that's their target. Okay. okay. We'll, we'll go from there. Okay. Sounds Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Thanks Ryan guys Buckley, for me. thanks for joining thanks us. Thanks for the impromptu stop by. But I no, it's always awesome. good to see you, Buck. Let me push in the chair. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we only got three chairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that long walk to the door. Yeah, I'm still not out of the room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Hall of Fame, new selection to the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. So, what do you think, Big Poppy? What do you think? Big Poppy in, Big Poppy. Clemens and Bonds not. What do you think? I think that they're still going to punish Clemens and Bonds for as long as they possibly can. Because once they let them in, let's let in Shoeless Joe. Honestly, I think we should have let Shoeless Joe in decades ago. Enough's enough. Enough's enough? Enough's enough. You know? Who hasn't cheated at baseball? <laughs> so are you going to say the entire Astro team is not eligible to go into the Hall of Fame? Because they surely cheated. Yep. So what's the difference yeah. at this yeah. point? You're That's saying Carlos good, Beltran's okay. not going to be able to get good, in? Good point. So Altuve, Altuve retires, rolls around to his induction. Can't get in. You and cheated. they go, and they go, nope, no cheats. Whole team. The entire team is not eligible to be in the Hall of Fame. Good point. Good point. See, I was going to go, I always use the other argument where I go with either Clemens or Bonds. If you stopped their numbers appropriate, approximately where you thought they started using steroids, right? So I was in San Francisco when Bonds showed up and suddenly his hats didn't fit anymore. Yeah. And, and it was pretty obvious that the skinny kid who had left at the end of the year before had, had come back in. McGuire was the same way. Yeah. McGuire came in and they're like, boy, you put on a lot of muscle. He's like, well, I stopped eating the buns on the cheeseburgers. Right. And and look at how good I look. Um, that if you took Bonds' numbers from that point on and deleted them out, he's still a Hall of Fame. So he had over 500 home runs. Um, so, I mean. Clemens the same way. Yes. I mean, back-to-back -back Cy Young Award winner. Uh, you know, a, a Hall of Fame career. The one of the one of the many arms in the '80s that you knew when that day rolled around, you were gonna watch that game, right? Um, you know, yeah, because uh, something magical might happen at any moment. And and Kurt Schilling, Schilling not getting in is simply because let's face it, guy's a jerk. Yeah, and so the writers don't like him. Yeah. And, yep. But if that's a criteria for not getting in the Hall of Fame, then you got to take out uh, what's his name from years ago, the uh, the dude from Georgia, Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb. 
butthead extraordinaire. Yeah. And yeah. so yeah, it was a very unpopular player in very his, unpopular uh, uh, in his day. Uh, was was rough on the rough on teammates, rough on fans. Uh, famously, even went into the stands and fought with fans. Absolutely. Um, so you don't have to like the guy. You just got to yeah. look at what he's done. Well, I mean, if you, if if you're going to exclude jerks, I mean. Ted Williams was kind of a rough character. Kind of a rough dude, too. Uh, Absolutely. Joe DiMaggio, coffee commercials aside, kind of a strange dude. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, so. So, I mean, so I think we've, we've you know, the writers have gotten, and I'd love, listen, I'd love to get some writers in here, anyone who wants to volunteer to be in our broom closet and uh, talk to us. I think it'd be fantastic because I'd like to hear their opinions on it. I'd like to hear you know what are you gonna do? Yeah. When the when the subject of Altuve comes up, because he's definitely gonna be a Hall of Famer. He, he looks at it at this he, point. He, I mean, the numbers are amazing. And so, what are you gonna do? He's on a team that was cheating, caught. Yeah, yeah. Had a whole gotten team. it down to a science. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 it was and literally was using the science, the current science of baseball, the technology, the technology available of baseball to to uh, to cheat and won the World Series. Didn't they win the World Series that year? Yeah, they did win the World Series that year. So are they different than the Chicago Black Sox? Questions yet to be answered, and so I, I think that uh, yeah, does does Ortiz deserve to be in? Popular guy. Very good with the fans. Loves the city of Boston. Um, you know, Boston loves him. Yep. But he's a very popular player. He was he was good among the the writers. They liked talking to him. He always gave them good answers yep. and was quotable willing to, and, yep, and willing to talk to him. You couldn't understand him sometimes, yep. but it was good. And so therefore, he got in. Does he deserve it? If you're in, you deserved it. You know. Um, I. You know, I, in my opinion, who am I to say that person doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. And yet, Lou Whitaker. Lou Whitaker. Perhaps, Lou. perhaps the greatest, greatest second baseman of the 80s. Yep. In, in a class of great second basemen. There were a lot of fantastic infielders in the 80s. Yeah. But here was a guy who could hit, hit with average, hit with power, and field. Gold glove winner um, is still out. Still out. Yes. And so those are the things I believe that, uh, you know, the Baseball Hall of Fame's got to look at. And so, yes, Bonds caught, um, Clemens caught, A-Rod caught, um, McGuire admittedly caught. Yeah, yeah. But I will say, because of them, baseball recovered from an incredibly bonehead move of allowing a strike that year. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. they baseball recovered because they were dead in the water. Yeah. And yeah. If they didn't have if they didn't have the home run race between right. McGuire and Sosa, yeah. that that I mean, basically resurrected baseball at that point. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. McGuire, Sosa, Bonds, you know, 700 and you know, what he hit 72 home runs in a season, Bonds did. Yeah, okay, maybe a little over the top. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little over the 72 yeah. home runs in the season is a lot of home runs. Do you think maybe when he hit to, got to like 65, he should have just choked up on the bat? I would have just tanked it. Just? I would have tanked just, it. Just, okay, six, 65, now I'm just going to hit line drops. I would have just started bunting. Yep. <laughs> you know, I just, you know, just drag bunt everything. Because, uh, you know, at some point people are going to go, wow, 70 home runs in a season? That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. And only struck out. And his hits, his hat size like a nine and three yeah. quarters. Looking <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a body with a balloon on top. Look at the forehead <laughs> on that guy. Yeah. Oh. Show a movie on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> forehead. That's a five head. <laughs> pack of, big pack of hot dogs on the back <laughs> of his neck. So yeah, I think that's one of those things that. Um, that baseball is going to have to take a look at somewhere down the road and say, all right, let's get over ourselves. You know, the purest of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get over ourselves. And right? you see, and I, I, and, and I find myself on that side. Going, I, I get it. Going, you know, they cheated. They don't get in. I mean, whether it's Rose or, you know. There's just a certain group that you're like, eh. I'm back to they got caught. They got caught. Everybody steals signs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That happens. Yep. Yep. Everybody, even going back, you know, Doc Ellis hit an acid. Yep. Now, that's throwing a baseball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good game right there, you know. He's like whistling at butterflies going yeah. by. But, um, you know, yes, you know, back in the day, those guys took greenies. They took amphetamines. Yeah. yeah. So. Which came back with them from World War II. Oh. Ted Williams was one of the first ones who figured it out. Taking that amphetamines. They, that they were given amphetamines. Pilots were given amphetamines in World War II. And they realized that they, it sharpened their skills. Wow. And so they came back. They brought that back with them from World War II. There you go. See, that's that's how it happens. That's how it, human growth hormones. Should you take them? Absolutely not. Do they impact the game? Absolutely. But, but it becomes one of those things that you just have to look at and go, it was a part of the game because it was allowed to be. Okay, so you're using my my jazz argument that I yeah. always say that you know while I'd never use heroin myself, it's done nothing to hurt my jazz collection. Absolutely. So right. So <laughs> some of the best jazz. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, this has been a fantastic uh, issue of the. Do we cover everything? I think we covered it all. It's been great. It may be the last one. A little freestyle. The, yeah, a little freestyle little there freestyle. at the end. Fun having Buck step in. Buck came in a little Eminem. But we so, call him the Eminem. Yeah. Don't we? He's the Eminem of Polk County. No, really, like Eminem's, like the candy. Like the candy. He's like the so, hard shell candy. Guy. Okay. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, what an, what an episode of, of the Polk experience. We look forward to having some guests in the near future. We're going to be lining some people up. We're going to be talking to Allison Strange from the Spring Games in the next couple of weeks. And uh, that'll be a great That'll be a great broadcast as well. So, And we'll have some water skiers on soon enough. And then Russ Matt will be here. And we'll have some college guys on. And, we may uh, do and a, maybe we'll do a live one. I'll play by play during a game. Oh, there we go. Yeah. There we go. What could go wrong? So I, I, I was going to say, some parent will hear us. What that could be go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> that might be the last one. 
So. Signing off from the Polk Experience, I'm Kevin Smith. And I'm Jack Cormier. We'll see you somewhere down the road. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs>